Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you all. This is the Business Day Spotlight, your destination for African business made simple. My name is Mudiwa Gavaza, and for today, we do get into uh, the economics of the week, as is our tradition here. Uh, we talk about uh, the, the economy on a Friday, and uh, this week marked the end of uh, the biggest, I don't know what word to use, but rather let's call it the biggest trade show um, in the world, and uh, that is uh, the Dubai Expo. Expo 2020, uh, just like uh, the World Cup, uh, they were unfortunately unable to meet their 2020 uh, start time because of the COVID-19 pandemic. So even though it started in 2021 and ended in early 2022, it was still referred to as Dubai 2020 Expo. It brought together a number of different countries and South Africa um, was one such country uh, that was in attendance and uh, they actually, you know, were there the whole six months um you know to campaigning because we know that uh, finding investment is one of uh president uh, sir ramaphosa's um you know main policy thrusts um you know just trying to attract investment into the country um i actually just came back from the uh the other day um landed on wednesday morning but we had South Africa's National Day, uh, where basically they take time to commemorate a country. And on Monday, that was South Africa's Day. And we saw the president being received uh, by um, members of uh, Dubai leadership, such as the Sheikh, um, as well as uh, the country's uh, leadership as part of the United Arab Emirates. Um, you know, he had a speech in the morning. He had uh, engagement um, in the afternoon. And, uh, you know, just a, just a good one, just to get the name of South Africa out there. And when it comes to positioning South Africa and at least, you know, raising that awareness, there is, you know, one branch, uh, you know, called Brand SA. And, uh, you know, they were, you know, front and center, you know, through the through the expo, um, you know, trying by all means to help to drum up um, all of the tension, you know, on South Africa. So for today, we are joined, uh, you know, by someone who's going to help us to give us a view of, you know, how everything went in Dubai. And also, you know, just an assessment of how the last six months have been. And that is Stembele and Tombele, who is the acting uh, chief executive officer or CEO of Brand SA. Stembele, greetings to you today. Good morning, Motiwa. How are you? No, no, no. Doing well on this end. Um, I think uh, we were talking just now that we were in one or two sessions, uh, you know, that were similar um, over um, in Dubai. So maybe uh, a good place for us to usually is uh, getting a sense of the organization, um, you know, that you're coming from. So Brand SA, I think, you know, a lot of people have already heard uh, for Brand SA, but for the one or two uh, that may not, you know, just so that we understand where you're coming from, uh, maybe giving us that insight and also the mandate uh, that you carry when it comes to representing South Africa. Great stuff. So, so Brand South Africa is a um, marketing agency that was formed in 2002 um, and was given a mandate essentially to manage the South Africa's nation brand. Um, so our job essentially is to position South Africa as an attractive investment destination so that we are able then to attract FDI. So this entails us showcasing and profiling our strengths from people to tourism, you know, to export, basically a good story of South Africa that we package 
um, so that we are seen as a competitive nation. So that is what our mandate is. It just really is to promote and market South Africa's reputation and image so that uh, we advance its long-term competitiveness. In a nutshell, that's what we do. And at home, obviously, home is also equally important. So the mandate facing home is for us to get South Africans to rally behind South Africa, the brand, and and um, to really have that level of, of patriotism and a pride of South Africa and advocate for South Africa. So that is what the, the agency is tasked with um, since 2002. And it's a crucial year as it marks 20, um, 20 years in this game of nation build, uh, branding, um, which is quite peculiar and in, in, in has a lot of and has a lot of intricacies. You know, when it comes to this conversation of uh, branding, uh, positioning, um, and all that, we've spoken to a number of people um, in the sector. Uh, yeah, we've spoken to a number of people in the sector, but particularly in the in the what you call this in the private sector, uh, people that are going out and uh, you know helping to uh, market uh, brands, corporates, companies, etc. Uh, but I can imagine that the task of trying to do marketing <laughs> for the country um, is quite a tall order. Maybe you could just give us a sense before we get into uh, how the campaign in Dubai was. Um, the what you call this way you sort of started off um the type of um i guess uh perceptions and branding um how you feel the south africa brand was perceived internationally going into dubai um expo 2020 um, firstly, touch on a very important um, factor. Um, it's a tournament um, task because how do you control 59 million odd people and you know and get them to think the way you, you, you actually want you know to channel their thinking? It's quite a difficult one. Um, um, however, that being said, every country has its own challenges. Um, my way of looking at South Africa is, is I use fingers in a, my hand and I say, how many issues does this country face? And we know that at least we have about five core issues that when you look at the good side, the flip side, and you say, then what is then a good story to tell about South Africa? Those are quite endless. So they are beyond, they go beyond five. So what does it mean? It then simply means there's an opportunity for us to strike the right balance between, you know, augmenting and amplifying what we do right and what is going right with the, with the brand. And then um, whilst addressing, you know, these disablers that are not so much big, but we just need to, you know, because they are equally fundamental. So from a perceptions perspective, you know, there are a number of indices that we follow as brands South Africa. Um, there's um, NPI, which is now owned by Ipsos, it's a nation brand index. And obviously South Africa has some pillars that it performs well. Uh, they, for instance, in the tourism, it, it you know, we know that we boast with cities um, that are in the the top 20. Um, we know that Cape Town has been in the top 20 in the past um, in some of the, um, the, the indices and measurements. As an attractive destination, we've got beautiful landscapes. Um, our people continue to be rated well, as well as our sports, um, uh, our sporting abilities and excellence also is, is what contributes um, to the level of our perceptions. Um, there is a room of improvement. Um, and there's also the Good Country Index also, if when you look at um, the profile and it measures the 
the contribution of countries to global issues and South Africa there performs really, really, really well. If you look at our role in the international security and peace, um, if you look at the world order, South Africa is there um, uh, performing very well, I think, in the top 10, as well as if you look at um, um, the welfare, science and innovation, all of those indices, we are in the top, you know, almost 35, I would say, um, when you consider that the study is about um, 90 plus countries. So that's not fairly, you know, bad for a developing number one economy. Um, and then also for an African country. In fact, we beat most of the African countries in, in, in that um, index. And then you look at the soft power. So that looks at the ability, you know, to use our cultural, you know, our soft pillars to then, you know, penetrate the space of, of other, you know, of investment, but you use your, your softer pillar again there. Um, We're in the 30s rated very, very, very well. So those are the, there are, there are quite a number of, of indices where we do well. I mean, we've got a worldly admired constitution um, from a governance perspective. We're also not doing fairly bad there. So um, perception wise before going to Expo, Definitely, I think, yes, um, stable, room for improvement. Um, um, and then obviously, one in building this perception for me, what is critical is, is to then, as I said, I touch on that balanced narrative, you know, the balanced shaping and the views around South Africa and obviously having the guts to be able to deal with the issues that are disabling the, the brand. You've touched on a number of different issues, and I think that speaks to um, the complexity that lies with assessing, um, you know, the brand of a country, you know, just as, you know, assessing um, a person on their own, you know, they have different facets to them, um, a household, you know, a neighborhood, a company, and, you know, as you zoom out, zoom out until you get to country level, there's so many different things that go into um, the way that other countries and other peoples perceive, um, you know, uh, the, the South Africa brand. So against that backdrop, we understand, um, you know, the situation that you uh, that you had, we understand the mandate that you have, uh, you know, both on a local and uh, international level um, as brand South Africa. Now getting into Dubai, you get in. Um, it's a six month campaign. You're here from you're there from uh, October until you know earlier this week. Um, we get into you know everything that's happened. How would you characterize um, South Africa's um, South Africa's campaign? Um, you know, in Dubai, I remember asking Minister Ibrahim Patel the same question on Monday. And uh, from an economy point of view, he had a couple of, you know, points that he was using as a way to assess a number of deals signed, the value of trade between the country, etc. Interested to understand, you know, how you, you know, were measuring or judging. You know, it's a, as a KPI, I can imagine how difficult it is to, 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 to judge something like that. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I think First and foremost, one one has to understand that considering that UAE is the strategic trade partner for South Africa, you know, um, it serves as a lo as a logistical hub, a logistics hub for the Middle East, and obviously South Africa um, is the largest exports destination in that region. Um, it tells us that we had to take the job seriously. And our campaign was, um, in my view, a campaign that encapsulated sustainability, that encapsulated memorability, 
um, but also it was a, um, a campaign that was able to house different themes, as you rightfully say. This was a six months, um, what you call program. And then obviously in that six months, message consistency is key. So the hook that we used then, which was Think South Africa, Think Opportunity, it landed itself um, I think very well when you consider we started off with the, the arts and culture, going on into the investment, going into tourism, and then coming back in the SMMEs in January. So it was quite easy for this um, campaign to be sustainable from a share of voice as well as the share of visibility. So for us um, as Brand South Africa, what we really wanted to achieve obviously was to influence perception, influence tone and sentiments around that market. And um, through our media monitoring agency, we have been able to, to see the outcomes already, particularly between January and March, where um, it has been really an overwhelming feedback in terms of tone and the sentiments that have been really healthy. So sometimes, you know, we say South Africa, despite what has happening at home and the challenges that we face, but the tone itself, as well as the sentiment and, and the sentiment were very great for, for, for the brand. So from a tech perspective, I would say definitely that KPI was met. And then did the platform then allow us to, you know, to profile the country strengths? Absolutely, it did. Throughout the, the six months, we were able to showcase from a cultural and heritage perspective our competitive advantage. You know, we had to um, influence the perception and, and bridge that gap between reality and perception and that platform afforded us to do that. Um, so if you look even from a, um, a digital perspective and engagements, people were engaging, you know, with the, the Expo 2020 in South Africa, even on the ground as well. So we had a number of visitors from 50K um, visitors in our SA house in October, and it continued to spike into 65 into 70K um, respectively. So um, it tells you that from what we wanted, which is reach and influence, we were able to achieve that. Obviously, the project just ended yesterday. And the time to do a thorough analysis in terms of post-campaign um, analysis will give us more insights and will analyze some of the, you know, the questionnaires that they were completing so that we are able then to, to find those nice insights um, that were um, given by the visitors at our stand. But it was really, really great from our from our from our country brand perspective because we were then able, you know, to showcase even you know the country of origin um content where we're showcasing uh, the potential of South African-made products. And then and, and that also drove a little bit of, to of talkability, including the Hyperama, um, who also played its part during this time by, you know, promoting proudly South African products in Dubai. Because what we want to do is we want to push, you know, the move to move the, the, the needle and increase the current investments um, that we see in UA, between UAE and in South Africa. We, wanna, we want to move it because currently South Africa enjoys a positive trade balance um, with UAE, it's about 5 billion um, or 5.8 billion around there. And ours is to actually push that and double that. And obviously Expo, 20, um, Expo 2020 provided us with that platform to then showcase our strengths. And um, I think from a KPI perspective, we've really, really done well. We've done the country of origin 
um, very well. We brought it to life. We were able to showcase our people and showcase our culture. We were able to showcase our entrepreneurial skills through the, uh, the collaboration with multi-choice and SMMEs um, that tells you that, you know, we are a we are beginning to become that self-reliant country as we grow more entrepreneurs. The economy obviously will eventually change. So we were able to do so many things, um, I would say. And we we're also able, to, I remember sometime we also showcased um, um, Carol Bauer with her, start, with her innovation and her bags. So that is what the platform afforded ordinary South Africans to showcase their talent in the face of you know many people that attended. And we know that there were 119 nations there and they're all building their country brands so we were equally very much competitive so from a kpi to sum it up i think we really did well from a reputation profile um, as well as from an image perspective because that is what our core mandate is all about to influence get people to know more about south africa and we used this big platform to do that if there's one name that i can uh, attest that i that i learned you know, in my time, um, you know, over the last, uh, you know, couple of, uh, you know, days when I was in Dubai, um, it's uh, what you call this, it's hyperama, right? Uh, not only from, you know, the people at the stands, um, you know, talking about it, but also just interacting with, um, you know, some of the, um, not only South Africans, but Southern Africans, um, that were what you call this, uh, that were, th- that I was interacting with, um, you know, at the expo and around it, because there seems to be quite a big, um, expat community, um, you know, in that, uh, you know, in that region, you know, so, and a lot of people, you know, what you call this, a lot of people say, talk to me about, uh, uh, what do you call this? A lot of people were talking about the fact that it's one of the few places where they can get themselves, um, you know, uh, goods from home and all of that stuff. So I think, you know, uh, something like that, it's, it's really has resonated with both people, you know, from locals. Um, one of the interesting things, uh, the reason why I'm interested in the hyperama thing is because, um, uh, is that uh, when I was there, uh, I got to talk to one of the uh, largest venture capitalists in the region, um, you know, just as a sit-down meeting to get some thoughts, um, you know, on the whole, um, you know, people in that region investing in South Africa, etc. And one of the things that he said to me is, um, as South Africa, one of the ways that uh, the country could uh, help itself uh, to what you call this, that the country could help itself in terms of brand building and in um, attracting some of that investment is using that community of expats and you know people in the diaspora to to sort of evangelize uh, the South African name and all of that stuff and I think Hyperama has really done a lot uh, to get the name um, of South Africa you know people talking about you know all the goods from South Africa that they can get you can tour you can hear the nostalgia in people's voices etc but then then hearing the trade numbers behind it uh, you know minister Ibrahim talking about you know i think over 100 million rand that's been generated for that business just by exposure uh, to what you call this uh, to the expo you know the type of platform that you guys were providing for them etc um i think it does you know uh, bode well uh, for that but um 
maybe switching over, you know, a little bit because even with anything, uh, even in uh, the South African realm, uh, some people don't always look at some of these exercises in a, in a, what do you call this, in a positive light. Um, given everything that South Africa is going through, people, you know, just came out of load shedding, et cetera. They might even be asking why is South Africa going, um, you know, to the Dubai Expo. So, you know, just your response to a criticism about that to be like, was the last six months even worth it? You know, economically, why do countries even participate in such events? I think from the outside, from when you're sitting here, it's easy to have that thought. But when you go there and you see the among the a type of investment that different countries are having in terms of making their brands known there, uh, I think it's a, it's an interesting view that you get when you're on the ground in Dubai. Absolutely. So, um, you know, I know that South Africans, um, I know this for a fact, it has been proven in our domestic study that, you know, South Africans can be their own worst enemies in that they um, they can be too negative. In fact, there's a, there's a happiness index in South Africa rates very poorly. And I don't blame South Africans, you know, given the challenges that we face. As I say, you know, bravery needs to happen um, because we have to, whilst we are brave enough to profile the country, we have to also be brave enough, you know, to deal with the um, challenges of South Africa. So what am I saying? I'm saying we're very much clear that these challenges has been the same year in, year out. And perhaps the interventions from government, um, they, they, they are not possibly, you know, communicated well enough and possibly this provides a platform to say, listen, these things are not so bad and it's all not all so dull. These are the interventions. And I think we are, we do, we are not great communicators to our own people to actually showcase and profile those interventions. And that's where I think there's an opportunity um, to almost assist, for instance, the GCIS, whose mandate is really to communicate domestically and showcase these interventions. Um, we as brands of Africa, because we understand the game of reputation, this is where then we are saying going forward, how do we amplify and assist our sister um, agency to tell the good story so that South Africans at least are able to dissect and understand and learn, you know, the interventions around, for instance, crime. What are they around GBV and so forth? Um, um, then it means you are fixing things at home because when you fix things at home, you are fixing so that when you bring the international investor, you are, you are bringing them into an, an enabling environment. So to your question, why is it important for South Africa or countries in general you know, to, to participate in such events? I think from an economic perspective, it's quite key. Not only does it boost and stimulate you know, the short-term GDP growth, but we talk about boosting tourism and trade because we know that an event global event um is also can be measured by direct economic impact in that you can measure the number of people that have bought their tickets through their hotels through the usage of cards for instance all those are indices or indicators that can tell you that it does um contribute to a boost in tourism and in, in trade. It also um, does result in a short-term you know, job creation because we know as you are welcoming millions and millions of people, you also have you need people um, on the ground to be hands-on. Um, so it does also result in a spillover in terms of um, um, job creation in the short term. Um, I can also touch there's so many things infrastructure because for large events, you know, there are um 
long-term economic impact that will result from an expenditure, whether it's, you know, it's new or brought forward uh, in terms of new things, like for instance, in Expo, you saw those structures and, um, and, 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 and the opportunity then, then is after this, they will turn those in some of the long-term um, economic hubs and, and hotels and, and so forth. So which then says it was a gain for the country. But also from an image perspective, it does offer an, a, you know, it provides an opportunity for, for, for countries to tell their story, utilizing the platform where they are able to then showcase not just one sector, but be um, have a multifaceted approach in showcasing um, what the country's capabilities are, including, as we say, the country of origin, the made in South Africa, the local businesses. So it's quite a, uh, I would say, it's quite an important thing for countries to actually embark on this global um Events. If you really look at, for instance, I'm making an example with Japan. Um, I read the other day their case study how the boost of World Cup not only just from you know economic, but people were suddenly interested in the culture of Japanese. You know, people only knew a kimono. They only knew, in fact, they only knew a kimono because they don't know what you know Japan stands for. They know that it's a high-tech country, but suddenly the platform allowed them to associate their brands, you know, from a uh, transportation, you know, from motor sector perspective, where people, they were able then to say, oh, this also comes from Japan. Oh, I didn't know this and so forth. So these events are quite um, critical and, and strategic in raising the profile of a city or of a country. And then and, and the list is endless. It did the same for us in 2010 um, where it was not an expert such but a World Cup where people didn't know anything about South Africa other than Mandela but then when they came I mean they were expecting to see elephants on the streets but they saw that this is actually a, a great country developing country infrastructure is great people you know um, are great so I think um, whilst people can be negative that two jobs that one needs to do when it comes to these major events an inward facing job that tells people of south africa for instance why we are participating in dubai and i think Prince south africa did that very well to explain the importance of participating in such a platform and then what it doesn't end there we then show continuity in terms of what has this then resulted in for instance during the art and culture about 205 jobs were created for our artists and we know we're coming in an era where we're facing you know the the, the post-covid um, and 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 where things were really really tough for them and they lost you know they couldn't make a living they could lose their livelihood so that platform it was a nice story to tell that it had provided such an opportunity, even for our SMMEs, multi-choice, where they were able to get extra additional funding from, you know, of about 3.5 million USD in terms of the SMMEs support. Those are the nuggets that an ordinary South African is interested in listening to. And for us, Brand South Africa, to then amplify that story, to touch on those nuggets, gets the why of Expo 2020 and the impact it had on South Africa, including all these elements that I've touched on. So to, to answer your, your question really on the importance of participating in such, it is absolutely important. It's almost as if you are teaching the audience about um, the country's culture, you know, the country country's capabilities and competitive advantages, if you do a nice show and tell, and ordinarily a campaign on CNN, because most countries promote themselves on CNN, they spend millions 
millions, millions of campaigns um, trying to position themselves. And, and this, and a platform like an expo, or it could be a platform like a, uh, it could be in a sports, or it could be, you know, in any creative arts uh, film festival, those are very much important um, as it allows the country not only to boost their economies, but it also allows them to showcase um, um, what, what we call the ability of the people, the culture, the softer side. Um, so I think that is my view on um, on the World Class events or these uh, the, the events of this magnitude. All right. Now I can speak uh, what you call this. I can speak anecdotally on my end uh, to say that uh, just by having you know even before we talk about um, some of the formal structures uh, from South Africa that were you know at the expo etc but just having you know uh, South Africans you know in Dubai and going out to uh, going out to certain restaurants you know in groups um, going out for certain activities in groups you always get that um, curiosity you know from you know other patrons that will be at an event or, um, you know, in a particular venue, um, you know, uh, some of the service stuff, etc. Oh, where are you guys from now? We're from South Africa and immediately uh, Johannesburg, Durban, Cape Town. <laughs> those are, yeah, those are some of the, you know, so at least, you know, it, uh, you you then also then find yourself um, having uh, those one-on-one conversations with people and they'll be curious. Oh, you know, uh, you I remember even uh, we had an instance where um, someone came up to us. Uh, I, I remember outside of the South Africa stand and they was, you know, now just asking for like three minutes, uh, you know, if I want to holiday in South Africa, where can I go? Um, you know, uh, I've, heard, I've heard that Durban is okay and Cape Town, but, you know, if I want like, you know, beautiful scenery, where do I go? If I want something that's affordable. So I think all of that stuff, you know, just um, helps with the whole collective effort because you know if you what you call this in, in addition to the formal structures the, those one-on-one interactions that people are having I think it does go um, you know quite a long way and I think just as we end off uh, Stimbile maybe briefly um, you know because you know we we, we have uh, gone quite a bit because it's one of those discussions we could have the whole day um, you know in fact <laughs> uh, maybe that can be a an ending off point for us to say um, what are South Africans, not South Africans, what are people um, curious outside of South Africa? What are they curious about um, when it comes to South Africa from what you've seen, some of the interactions that you've had or were having or some of the input that you get maybe from your team, etc. Um, what are people, you know, most curious about um, as we end off? Um, a combination of things. Um, the few that I spoke to, they just wanted to find out from an infrastructure know is our infrastructure intact because i suppose they've never been to south africa number one but also what they've seen other um african uh, countries is possibly you know not a progressive infrastructure so there was a question around that and around tourism and then the biggest one was the safety aspect you know is is it safe in south africa because sometimes we hear so much of the negative news so my view on the matter was that definitely it is safe Every country has its own challenges, but we do have um, the law enforcement 
uh, we do have, um, you know, things that are in place as as in as far as the systems and processes to make sure that we protect, um, for instance, investors, we protect our tourists. So that would be, um, I think, some of the things that we they were really really um, interested in is just really around the safety of the country. And then if it really is as progressive as you know. Um, as a country to invest in or to even visit, um, they ask about our wines. Our wines are in the top ten worldwide of my of wine manufacturers. Obviously, we then did say, and Dubai needs to export um, to import from us more um, in terms of South African wines. But you know what it does, Modiva? It actually says if we know that we have a community of South African experts um, in, in UAE of 30,000, how can we use those, you know, to convert the, you know, to play their part in and play the, the role of advocacy? So the 30,000, and we also hosted the, some of the, uh, the experts as well. We had an engagement and they were very much, you know, pro-South Africa and they are willing um, to play their part in terms of, you know, know, advocating for the brand and being able, you know, to talk proudly and influence perceptions. So we've made a pact that we will continue to interact with them and give them and empower them with more information around South Africa and the interventions in place, you know, to stimulate inward investment such as ERR, the Economic Recovery and Reconstruct Plan, and then also the interventions that are in place to deal with the disablers. So that's a community of nice people, 30,000 imagine in different sectors that we've um, committed to, you know, to, to candle and really nourish that relationship because then we have soldiers on the ground that are going to, to speak boldly and proudly about South Africa. So I'm certain and positive that whatever perceptions that are negative that are existing there, we the people that we have on the ground will play their part in ensuring that they breach the gap between reality um, and perception. Stebile Tombella is the acting CEO of Brand South Africa, giving us insight of um, South Africa's uh, campaign at the Dubai 2020 Expo. Um, uh, just an assessment over the last six months, obviously, um, you know, we can't get through all the nitty gritties in half an hour, but uh, she's saying that um, she feels like it was um, it was a good campaign uh, that, the, that the country put on, especially um, around all the different uh, themes uh, that they had um i think it was every month there was a different theme and um you know from arts and culture <clears throat> oh yeah from arts and culture to small businesses um to you know innovation to investment uh that type of thing she says that um south africa seems to have hit uh quite well on a number of uh on a number of the different factors but also just recognizing the fact that uh when she went in, she did say uh, that uh, when they went in as a team, they understood the fact that there were a couple of things uh, that South Africa, you know, doesn't uh, stand in good light on. And uh, they went in and, you know, tried by all means to attack some of those issues. And I think one of them that she did highlight in terms of the curiosities um, is this issue of, uh, you know, safety, um, you know, safety and all that. I think it's something that I also picked up. It's something that people do ask about, uh, you know, 
know, to say, you know, how safe is it in South Africa, etc. And it does point to, you know, an area uh, that the country does need to improve itself on when it comes to um, imaging around the world. Also, just talking about the importance um, of adv- of uh, using ordinary South Africans as advocates uh, for the country. You heard that number, 30,000 South Africans that live um, over in the UAE. What can they do uh, to help to evangelize brand South Africa, um, you know, out there? Because... Uh, one of the things that's important about this conversation is the fact that South Africa has a contingent of over 40% um, of um, financial flows to and from the country are, you know, foreign flows, you know, particularly in the government bond market, um, you know, on the JSC in the stock market. So it's very important, um, you know, for uh, the country to have as good perceptions as possible. And then just lastly, you know, talking about uh, the fact that when you see those, you know, ordinary people uh, advocating and evangelizing for the country, you know, they if you can bring them on board, apart from them, you know, talking and Totally, and you know, if they can be a national agenda uh, that can lend itself, you know, to going, you know, a very big way. Because not only are South Africans in the UAE, uh, they are living across the world. So, Stembile, thank you so much for being with us today. This is Mudiwa's take. A great discussion there with Stembile just around uh, South Africa's campaign. Uh, and I do uh, think that one of, uh, you know, those two points are likely going to be the big ones. Uh, the first one, um, what we spoke about at the end, the perception of South Africa within the context um, of uh, safety, uh, because South Africa does rank very highly uh, when it comes to some of the most dangerous city lists um, and all of that, you know, places like like uh, I think Peter Maritzburg, Cape Town, um, and Johannesburg, and I think even Pretoria. All of those different, all of those things lend themselves to a negative perception um, of the country. And I think, um, you know, in my time, you know, in other parts of the world, uh, the, the 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 little travel that I've done on my end, it's one of the big questions that people have about South Africa, and that's definitely something that needs to be improved. Um, Something that I've also raised as well um, previously on this platform to say um, as much as people in South Africa, because when you're inside a situation, um, it's like the slow, slow boiling frog um, analogy that people uh, sometimes give uh, to say that sometimes when you're inside um, the boiling water, you don't necessarily now feel that the temperature is going up. And before you know it, um, you know, you've been killed. And this and in this particular case um life in south africa tends to have um you know a lot of adversities to it and it, particularly around uh violent crime and in certain instances it might become you know one of those things that people uh sort of uh, block themselves out to because you're hearing these messages um all the time not knowing uh that you know when people from outside of the country hear this um it's very alarming for them and in certain cases it dissuades uh, some investors from actually coming to South Africa because if you're an investor, in certain cases, you want to be on the ground. Um, it's not always the big uh, multinational institutions that can just go, um, you plant an office and get um, a bunch of people to just come in and do the work. In certain cases, 
if you are a smaller operation etc but you still want to expand to south africa you want to be able to go on the ground maybe you have some of your team members going to the to south africa and just um that peace of mind of saying they're going to be safe etc it does bear you know quite a bit in the investment case or the investability um, of the country so that's one big thing uh, that south africa does need to improve uh, but more on a positive um, as we do end off there are a lot of uh, you know nice things that people do have to say and a lot of curiosities that people have um, about the country but that aspect of having um, exp- expats or expatriates uh, you know rather or South Africans in the diaspora um, advocating and evangelizing for uh, the you know team South Africa is very important and um, it's one of those things that you know it's you can have government you know shouting out its messages um about uh, the country look come here it's so great and people expect that but those one-on-one interactions you know very valuable because people feel like they're getting a genuine connection um, and just like anything else when you hear your friend or someone that you know recommending something um it does better than you know you seeing a billboard or an ad on tv you know what i mean so getting um, ordinary south africans in the diaspora to actually um, come in and be helping to push uh, the investment message for south africa will go and does go a long way And that's been it for this edition of the Business Day Spotlight. Remember that you can find our latest podcast on Business Live. That's under the podcast Business Day Spotlight tab on Twitter. We're hashtag BD Spotlight. And remember that you can review and subscribe for free on iono.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, or wherever you choose to get your pods casted. Thank you to our amazing team. Our producer is Paige Muller. I've been Mudio Gavaza of the Business Day and Financial Mail. And this has been another edition of the Business Day Spotlight which is a multimedia live production. So for myself and the rest of the team, it is a good evening, good afternoon, and good morning.